Well, 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 well. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Relationship Status. I am Morgan J., your host, and today is a doozy. We have Natasha Pearl Hansen, hot off a breakup. In fact, she was engaged to be married, and the engagement has officially been totally called off. She's going through a tough time right now, and she talks to me about what that's like, what the situation is like, how she's dealing with her emotions, how she doesn't really feel like seeing anybody else romantically, sleeping with anybody else, what the whole process of just starting a new life is and how it's inspired her to work on new things. And she performs all over LA, all over Chicago, New York. I mean, she travels the country, travels the world, really. She'll be in Scotland like me in August doing her own hour-long performance. And if my voice sounds funny, it's because I'm getting over a cold and I have a little bit of a phlegm little phlegm in my chest but it was a great episode i enjoyed talking to her and i think you're gonna like what we have to talk about i mean one of the things we talked about was she had a venue picked out for the wedding and then they didn't have the wedding and she used the venue she was gonna lose 10k on the venue and she just sold tickets for the the space and did a hour-long comedy special there and that will come out soon. I don't know when, but that will come out. Uh, but it was really cool. And she's a really good example of something going bad and just making the best of it, you know. So I hope you enjoy this episode of Relationship Status. And make sure to uh, follow me on Instagram at MorganJ or MorganJ.com. And if you can, contribute to my GoFundMe for my trip to Scotland for the Fringe Festival. I'm doing it all on my own. Uh, there's probably an easier way to do it, but I don't know what it is. So if you have any advice, let your buddy know. So I hope you enjoy this episode of Relationship Status. So what's up? What's your relationship status? I am single for the first time in nine years. In nine years. Ah, oh, it's crazy. Nine years. Yeah. Because I spoke, I was on your podcast mm-hmm. and I spoke to you a little bit about like you were engaged. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. This is pretty recent. Pretty recent split. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to take us through this journey real quick? Yeah. I don't know where you probably have told the story many times. So No, I mean, every t- every telling of it is different because yeah. it depends on if you know me, if you know nothing here, we're going to say that, you know, nothing. So because um, right now she's in an ex fiance stage. You yes. could say single is the easy way to say it. Former fiance is what I call former, it now. Former fiance. <laughs> yeah. But you were engaged for how long? Two and a half years. Okay. Um, me and my fiance were together as a couple for nine years. Wow. And I it was like 16 or something. we met 14 years ago. R- okay. So we had so been friends with benefits and like friends for like mm-hmm. four or five years before yeah. we actually started dating, but we lived in different cities. So yeah. just, and we were young. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So we have a massive history together. Like wow. half of our life has been in each other's lives. Yeah. <sighs> but for, and for the first six years, maybe maybe a little bit longer that we were together, we had no issues. We were really, really just easygoing. It didn't take much effort. Yeah. And I don't know where things started to shift, but I felt a shift happening before we got engaged. Mm. Um, you felt it before the engagement. Yeah. W- there was there was something that wasn't coming. Like we weren't eye to eye on certain things. You know, our, he works in an entertainment too, but... <laughs> the hustle for stand-up is just so different, it's so different and in yeah. order to 
succeed and get to a place where you can even consider having a family or kids or some of the things that your partner might want, you have to make sure you're in a space where you can like breathe and the breathing space doesn't happen for like over a decade, you know, and I've been in this for, you know, I started at second city 15 years ago. So it's just a long haul. And, um, so we got engaged two and a half years ago and for the first, you know, couple months of the engagement, everything was really groovy. And then certain things started to happen. Like we weren't, yeah, we just weren't gelling. We were kind of living different existences. I mean, for the last year, it really felt like I was single because I was just doing my own thing. I was traveling and touring and he was never coming with me. He didn't want to. Um, so our lives were just kind of separate. And we got back from holidays this year. We hadn't seen each other for three weeks. We didn't see each other's family, even though we were 45 minutes from each other the entire holiday. Oh, shit. Our families were really close. Yeah. His family. Were they like, where's Natasha? No, his family is the only family that I've ever encountered. And I say this very strongly. I am friends, like close friends with any of my friends' families. Like that I've, I'm, I'm a dad and mom kind of chick Mm -hmm. his family is the first family that just didn't they just don't like a lot of people it's Mm. not even i'm not trying to not even take it personally but his dad doesn't like a lot of people his mom did and she was kind of the glue but she passed away three years ago so that was probably a piece of the right around you got right around the engagement shortly after we got engaged yeah so the engagement was you know probably a band-aid for a couple things if i'm being honest yeah. Uh, so we got back from the holiday and we got in, we had been, you know, just a lot of spatting and fighting that we had never done in the last year and a half, two years. And, um, it was just getting taxing, like yeah. being in a relationship, but having it feel not right. And we had called a wedding off twice, but we're still engaged and it's confusing to everybody. And you, you, uh, I think Heather was saying you had rented a space. Yeah. And then just did a comedy show there? So this is what, so I shot my comedy special last June. It was on our wedding day. It's titled, I was supposed to get married today. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had the wedding venue set and in February of last year, I had it in my gut. I was like, there's no way we're going to be getting married in June. I just know it. We haven't, we haven't planned anything. Yeah. And, uh, so I had been at the time performing in Chicago and Nashville and I called the wedding venue and I was like, Hey, if in the event we don't get married, you know, can we m- push our date? And you know, we couldn't, we had already pushed it once an entire year. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so that was a no dice. And then <coughs> I said, well, what if I shift and do something interesting with the space? And she was really open to it and, open to restructuring the deal just so long as the venue still made the amount of money that they needed to make. So I went, I, so in March of last year, I ended up shooting one of my, um, pilot sizzles. And I, and during that time I taped like a half hour just to kind of see if I had some new stuff that I could maybe work towards, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, filming that. Um, so I built that new half hour into my, material and Mm. took that on tour in Europe and landed from Europe and decided from my tour with Rachel in the spring and landed um, 
and just put it out there that I was going to shoot my comedy special on my wedding day and call it that. And in, in what what in Nashville or in Chicago? In w- Wisconsin, Madison, oh, in Wisconsin. Wis- in Madison, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. So I had been bouncing around and touring. I took, I landed from Europe. I ended up booking a show in St. Croix because I go there every year and do yeah. show. And I pre-ran. Where's St. Croix? I don't know. It's where in the I Caribbean. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So, and I, I'm the only comic that like goes there. Yeah. So I just do like a one woman hour and a half and then people of stand come through up. It? People and are into it. Oh yeah, I sell it out every time. Get out. Yeah, it's amazing. I get a paid for a trip every time I go. So okay. I set up. <laughs> so this wedding day, I sent all my invites for the special to everybody, and I sold tickets from 45 to 110 for VIP and VIP had dinner with me before the show, the dinner that would have been served at my wedding because I was in contract for all this stuff. Yeah. You could so lose the money on it. Yeah. So I hosted, <laughs> I hosted the night before my shot, my special, me and my dad, my grandma and my mom went and took all the decorations that we had bought for the wedding and decorated the venue. Like it was uh, my wedding. Yeah. We decorated it all ourselves. And then, and then, uh, Around, you know, six guests started to arrive, the VIP guests. We ate. Uh, and then at seven, I went and hid for an hour. Yeah. And then I started the show at eight. And then we did it afterwards. I did a roast of everybody. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we filmed the whole thing one time through. And it's about to be <laughs> coming out soon. We've been negotiating <laughs> for a long time because it's when you yeah. shoot something on your own. It was me and my director. Yeah, of course. But we got one of the top wedding um, photographer, videographer teams in the Midwest to Mm -hmm. shoot it for us. Yeah, this is cool. So they shot it like a wedding video. So it opens and ends like a wedding video. Were you dressed in a wedding dress? I was at first and changed before the stand up into a white jumpsuit. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I figured you got to go along with the theme. Yeah, we went along with the theme. And then, um, yeah, and so we we had this finished piece of content. We got the final like raw form of it, of the edit in November. And we've been bouncing around between different, um, cause you can't just sell direct to a platform. Sure. Um, unless you're like Jim Gaffigan or something. But, um, so we've been, you know, talking to comedy dynamics. We've been talking to a couple different companies to see what is the best deal. Right. Um, because you could go, you could try to go one route and get buried or you can go what do you mean by bur- buried like like if you were to, if you're a me right i'm not a household name at it, this point yeah so if i were to try and like pursue putting it on hulu mm-hmm. just hulu nobody would find it yeah they bury it like a couple of pages yeah to, yeah unless it was like to be um an amazon original or, or, something. or something yeah yeah yeah. So unless it would get tagged as an original, which is something we were in talks with uh, two different streaming platforms about. Yeah. Then we'd have to go through their like production companies to make that happen. Okay. And edit it to their specs. You know, they'd have to. Right. Whenever you're. But so so you the wedding day was your fiance at the shoot? He didn't come. Was he upset? Um, maybe maybe a little bit. I'm sure that didn't sit. Was great. some of his money put into this? No. So here's mm. here's the deal. Him and his family would not pitch in for the black hole of money that would have been lost on the space. It was me oh. and my mom that were on the contract. Oh. So I was looking out for my family. Oh, shit. By doing this. Did you guys um, get into fights about this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Because I, like I was like, if you didn't want, because his family has money and <sighs> yeah. my family does not. Right. 
nobody in my family does. Like I can't yeah. look forward to anybody dying. <laughs> I know. Oh, <laughs> nobody, sure. Nobody's leaving me anything. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm so in the same boat. Yeah. So I'm like, I actually genuinely like people in my family because I don't have a reason to pretend to like them. Yeah. Um, Oh shit! But uh, do you find that? Di- I mean, I don't want to put anybody in there, but is that the dynamic, like in his family? No, I mean it's no. I wouldn't say that they have their own type of love. Sure, <laughs> you sure, know, of course, yeah. It's not the type of love that I grew up with. Um, it's more harsh and stern. Uh, yeah, same, same. Yeah, I get that. And yeah. so, um, so they wouldn't go in on the money. They wouldn't go in on it, and so it was going to be a loss of like ten grand. Oof. Yeah. If we just canceled and didn't use the space. That's a lot. So when I renegotiated with the venue, I said, hey, what if I pay you half of that and whatever you don't make and people spending to drink afterwards, I'll pay the difference. They agreed, but it's Wisconsin, so they, so they drink covered it. Yeah, of course they so did. So they covered it. They drink, they um, drink it. I also yeah. sold tickets, and I made um, se- like 7800 on my ticket sales. Whoa. I sold it out. Yeah. So how many people could fit in the venue? Um, and did you do the seating like a wedding yep. seating with aisle? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Aisles, I did, yep. but it, oh yeah, I'm thinking like reception with the tables. Oh no. yeah, no, we you did, did it with we the did aisles. aisles, like like because that was a stage I, I would have gotten married on. I love that. And um, was there a little thing on the stage where it was um it was like globes and flowers and stuff that I decorated. Oh man, and that's, that's uh, cool. I like that. That's yeah, so different. I mean, it's just different, and you know, it's it's very personal to me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so I made that money uh, on the tickets and was able to spend that directly on the cost of the filming. It was like to a dollar how much wow. it cost us to film, like yeah. seventy eight hundred bucks. They sent us the bill, and I was like, "Holy fuck! So this you, is exactly so what's anything. in my PayPal from the show." <laughs> So I didn't lose like so it just it just became that the audience like funded my special. That's I mean hopefully that's how it should be. They were all my family and friends and friends of friends. So I didn't like I didn't feel bad about it. I had them all signed a guest book and and when everything comes out like I want to send you know thank yous and and list everybody's names on the special at the end like special thanks to these people because it was like you know a hundred. Was there a photo booth or anything there? Um, Because it'd be funny with like credits when you're thanking everybody, you see like the photos. We did like cheersing when I was roasting them, and then they had like um, there was like funky little, there was like funky little eclectic things you could put in front of your face and take boomerangs with and stuff. Um, But the crazy thing about it is like, and I thought about this in hindsight. So my aunt and I were really close, my dad's sister, Mm -hmm. and she is the one who's done all the girls' weddings in my family. Right. Um, and everybody else is married on that side of my family, on my dad's side. Um, that's my age, my cousins. Yeah. Um, my aunt had dec- decorated and like basically ran everybody's wedding and she was going to do mine, but she passed away from cancer the mm-hmm. week before this all went down. And so her the mem- special, uh huh. Uh-huh. So her memorial was Wednesday. So my like uncle and my family that like really needed s- to laugh about something came to the special and we all were talking about how, like, if she had, if, if we had actually gotten married, how hard of a day it would have been because it would have been like her oh, essence everywhere. Yeah. But she had just passed away right yeah. before it. Yeah. So there was something kind of bittersweet about the fact that we did not get married because it clearly was not supposed to be. Yeah. The universe the was. The, yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, well, let's real quick. How did you two meet? Um, we met through my mom's best friend who had known me since I was born and he 
she had been at the same church as my my ex and his family so she met him when he was like 13 so she was calling my mom and was like there's this really cute boy at the church that tosh needs to meet my mom was like shut up she's 13 yeah but then i moved to chicago um when i was 21 and finally hit him up and Mm. we went on a blind date and how did the blind date go really well we hooked up the first night oh Mm -hmm. okay yeah really well it's crazy to think about we were babies (laughs) <laughs> I know. Yeah. We were babies. So you've known each other that long. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you go on this date and did, did you date some more or no? Because you have, you've only been together like we, nine years. Whenever we hung out, we had, it felt very datey. Yeah. But we didn't, he had, was just about to move to LA when we met and I had just moved to Chicago. Uh huh. So I, whenever he'd be in Chicago. Where or was I'd the first day? You just went to a bar, had yep. some drinks, played darts, played pool. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then you went back to your place? Yeah. Well, no, we didn't. Um, we had both made an excuse to like have to not hang out all night because we oh. didn't know how well it would go. So we <laughs> we had our date at like four in the afternoon. It was like a happy hour date. Yeah. And then we ended it at seven or seven thirty or so. And then he texted me two hours later and was like, Do you want to meet back up? And then we went back out and really and we had like late nights late night snacks somewhere and yeah, we stayed out. We, we stayed out until like two or three in the morning that night. Whoa, okay. It was really awesome. But you hooked up that night. So whose place did you go back to? Mine. Yeah. Cause he, he was visiting, right? Yeah. I, thought, I was like, oh, then we just got a hotel. We're like, we couldn't go back to anybody's place. We got a hotel. <laughs> back then, we could not afford hotels. Of course not. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy to think about when you break it down like that. It's holy fuck. That was what ha- well, what has the fallout been since this ending of the relationship been with your family and his family like what is the situation of let's talk about the fallout because it seems like a long commitment mm-hmm. uh we've already talked about the, the the first wedding space the fallout for that was actually kind of positive you turned a negative thing and made it really positive yeah so now what is the fallout do you, do you give did you give the ring back to him no he wanted me to keep it we're mm. we th- this was a pretty mutual decision was but it okay but I had been unhappy, pretty severely unhappy for the last two years, just not feeling like things were right. It was my decision to push the wedding the first time and and to, you know, not go, not make it work the second time. We both, he didn't really try either. I would say that that was kind of both our fault. Yeah. Um, Do you think if there was like effort on his part, you would have put effort in or do you think like... Yeah, I I think so. Yeah, it's but just felt like neither person was really... It just it didn't feel like the right time. I don't know why, yeah. but it just yeah. didn't feel like the right time. Yeah. So uh, when we decided to, sw- it, it the thing is that it's just been it's been so challenging because the night that we split, we went to, went to a how like long ago s- was that charity poker tournament and played it together, and that was January tenth. And was that this is the final split because you guys have had issues before, right? Where you guys kind of y- we didn't ever split. We didn't ever officially split. Yeah. We've just been one long string, but we have had really rocky patches where yeah. it almost felt like we were split up. Wow. Like there was a time in end of 2018 where he was in uh, in uh, Australia for work and I was like, just don't talk to me the two weeks that you're there. Whoa. You know, so we've had patches like that. And yeah. And um, it, which is weird because when you love somebody, it shouldn't feel, it shouldn't like, feel th- like that. But we were in a cycle. We were in a cycle that we couldn't break. Right. And whatever is happening right now, I'm trying to trust that it is purposeful. And if we are supposed to end up back together, that will end up being better. 
yeah. once we actually just make this clean break. So d- when b- you go to this charity thing, does the does the breakup does that does it happen before you guys go out together or does it happen at the end of the night? It happened before we went out together. Oh, and shit. so we had a great night together. It was like almost a date night. And oh, wow. We had okay. a great night together. There's no pressure like, oh, whatever. Yeah. And then we came back and we had the best sex we'd ever had. Wow. And so there was. So then the confusion started to set in because it January was like, 10th. what are we? What are we doing? Is this actually happening? And yeah. then we were living. We're still technically living together, broken up. But. January, so January for two two weeks at the end of January, I stayed at a friend's house. Yeah. So I was just kind of living out of suitcases in my own city, which is weird. And then February, beginning of February, I had a slew of shows in New York. Yeah. And I was somewhere else. Was I somewhere else? Because I saw you a little bit in January, I think you you had mentioned that. Yeah, and, and I so was like, I gotta get you on the podcast. Yeah, and so I was on. I was in New York and DC, and then, uh, and then I also dog sat for a friend for like two weeks before going there. So I've really just not been home except to just grab and change out clothes. Yeah. Um, Has he been there when you go there? Sometimes, yeah. Um, we've had a couple days where we've gotten really nasty with each other and had. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of yeah. emotion involved because we're trying to be civilized and be good to each other. So it, the, the, it, th- that's where it gets tough because it's like now we're being really sensitive to one another and really mm-hmm. listening to one another because we know that this is a very fragile time for both of us. So yeah. that's where it gets tough because you're like, oh, we should have been doing this before. Before but you should have gone to like a couples therapy and w- talked this shit out. He would out. never do it. You know, it's just like yeah. The, yeah. the things, the steps that we could have taken to maybe fix some of the issues before they got this bad. Yeah. We we did not do. And You're a relationship kind of gal, do you think? I'm good. I think I'm good at relationships. Um, the idea of committing to somebody for the rest of your life doesn't frighten you? It does. Not? Yeah. That was the p- one of the biggest things that scared me. And I started writing the series that I did with um, Trent Davis. I don't know if you know him. I don't know Trent. But um, monogamish. Um, yeah. Because th- that's how I felt. You know, there's there's just certain kind you know, of. Can I ask a personal question? Those yeah. rough patches. Did either of you guys like hook up with anybody else? Or I do you feel uncomfortable talking? No. About? You didn't? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm. Well, I guess my next question is like. You guys were hooking up casually for a little bit before you got into like, I was going to ask, like, have you been with a lot of people or dated a lot of people or no? I had only um, had one long term relationship before this. Yeah. Um, and it was only a year and a half. Yeah. So this is my second live in relationship. This is his first. Yeah. I'm his first long term anything. I'm his first. I love you. I'm his first. Wow. He's my second, you yeah. know, so it's pretty fresh for us both. I casually dated a ton of people in my early 20s. Okay, so you've um, you, you like like had your I'm sewing of oats? I'm still really good friends with like all of them. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of easy to date casually. Yeah. Because um I don't I'm not needy and I'm I don't I don't <laughs> do crazy shit. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I also like am cool with being friends with I used to always be cool with being friends with benefits with yeah. certain guys. Um, and we become really good friends later, even if we're like, yeah, don't sleep together for a decade. You know, it's totally. Yeah. Um, I have a friend like that who she's like, I'd be like, what are you up to? She's like, well, I have a date, my fifth date. I'm like, oh, cool. Like I yeah. hit her up to be like, what are you up to? Like, you ready? You want to hook up? She's like, I'm actually going on a date tonight. I was like, what number? She goes fifth. 
<laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. All right, well, have fun. I hope yeah, it works out. It, but now my perspective is different. Like I've exited this relationship. The last thing that I want to do is Date? hook up with anybody. I was going to ask you like. I have like, zero, zero desire. Yeah, like. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was wondering. I, I know that after my first relationship, the first person I hooked up with, I felt like sick to my stomach about. Yeah. I felt so gross about it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I. I don't want to, I don't want to, right now I'm like, okay, something is happening for a reason. I have to learn something from this. I'm not going to learn if I distract myself. I'm only going to learn if I focus. You got to sit in the emotions and see what's going on. And you know what? Sex sex is fun and it's great. And I've had a lot of fun, great, you know, encounters. I've, you know. Sure. um, But I, I have to be I have to be invested in the person's personality and a little yeah. bit deeper in who they are before I, I even desire to, to I think have it's sex. It's like an age thing, also. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think back in the day, yeah, you could. Yeah, I think it's an age thing too. I think yeah. it's a thing, you know. And it, it and you know, unless it was somebody that I actually thought about, you know, we had such a good connection and we actually wanted to maybe see what could happen, but I wouldn't even want to put myself in a situation like that for well over a year. Can I talk about the night you guys and things like what is the conversation? I'm like, I'm really curious, like where you're sitting, who, where are the lights Ugh. off? What's the, uh, if you can talk about it, the specifics, like I, who starts the, con- who's, who starts the conversation first? Like, cause you know, sometimes it's just like, you just, you just lift your hands up. You go, no, what the fuck is this? We were just fighting. We were, we were arguing about something. And then, you know, I don't remember cause my family keeps saying this. They'll ask me to recap <laughs> I'll call them upset and they'll be like, what happened this morning? And I'll be like, oh, we, we got into it. And they're like, well, what did you say? And then what did he say? And what did you, I'm like, we have had so many conversations over the last month and a half that I don't fucking remember. Yeah. I don't remember the logistics, but I've been journaling almost every night. Right. So it's easy for me to look back and read. Were and you guys both out. crying at this night? Yeah, of course. Yeah. No. This has really been emotional. It's been really fucking hard, really hard. Yeah. And I'm good at holding myself together and I'm good at talking about things. You really don't go to therapy or rash- anything? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. I started when this happened. In January? Mm-hmm. You found out like a brand new therapist? Yep. How's that been going? Awesome. Yeah? Yeah. Another comedian friend recommended her. Oh. She's My therapist is amazing and she also um, makes me feel really confident because she... Um, I, I've never had anything against therapy, but I'm yeah. pretty good at dealing with stuff. Yeah. But in the event that I knew that there was something that would be tough to deal with, I was always open to going to therapy. So 100%. the second this happened, I was like, I need to make sure I'm on point taking care of myself. Yeah. And this lady thinks I'm a badass. So do, do you think, uh, <laughs> do you think um, you're the kind of person when you're like you're, you're down and out like you're this has been a tough time for you. You channel that into working harder or you know some people when they grieve because right now technically you're like grieving the end of a relationship it's like it feels like somebody died yeah so and some people they just stay they sit inside and they watch movies and they just like or do you like i have not watched one second of television really not one what are you just like hustle 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 do you feel like if you stop you'll have to sit and feel the emotions i don't feel like that because i don't feel like that's healthy um i hustle naturally as it is but I always <laughs> am flipping things that suck into something good. 
Of course. Yeah, well, um, like with that, what, I mean, the wedding thing is a perfect example of that. Yeah. So I'm creating, I'm starting a new endeavor. I'm creating a platform. I'm actually speaking about it in Chicago at the beginning of March on a women founders panel. What kind of platform is it? Or um, I can't say yet. Okay, that's fine. But that's fine. it it involves um, helping people through breakups. Oh, okay. I'll explain it to you after the podcast. All right, sure. Um, so yeah, so and and it's really cool, and it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I think we already covered this, but I was like, what was there something that precipitated the end, or was it a long time coming? A long time coming. Long time coming. Yeah, a long yeah. time coming. Have you guys hooked up since January 10th? One other time. One right other after time? that. It was like five days after. How Was it the same as the that? Was yeah, it like it was really good? Mm-hmm. Mm, that, that's probably confusing, huh? It is confusing. But we've been, we've both been really good about not being, I don't know. I mean, I, I try to just take it day at a time. It's hard yeah. for me to really like foreshadow what's happening. Yeah. Um, You know, I know that I'm going to have a really good year and I, I feel bad that he's not going to be a part of it. <laughs> sure. Well, sometimes you're, you're like creating space to, to maybe if he was with you, would, yeah, maybe if you guys were together, you can focus on this mm-hmm. expansion of your whole brand and career. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and maybe at some point it will be enough and you're like, all right, I think I accomplished all the things I need and now I could like find the person I'm supposed to be with. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any regrets in the relationship or are you satisfied with how the, this chapter of your life unfolded or I'm, ended? I'm just not much of a regrets person because what is it, what does it accomplish, mm. you know, to well, make I mean, myself you, feel guilty? I No, I mean, you could look back on a certain behavior, a certain way you, you act in and we, be like, well, in the next relationship, we I'll We both make. could have done some things differently. We could have listened to each other a little bit better and filled you know, fulfilled some of each other's needs better. But, um, I think that's the case with a lot of relationships and, you know, I mean, we just did what we did, what we did. And so this is where we are. We did what we did and this is where we are and we're we're going, we don't know. (laughs) We're going to get on that train. We're going to take it. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just trying to be cool about it and keep myself in, you know, perspective and, yeah, Move forward, move along. What are your primary goals now that you're single? Um, are you nervous about the first hookup that's going to happen? Yeah, uh, yeah. The idea has, of that has is any pretty co- gross. Has any <laughs> has any uh, comics on the scene? Have yes. They, have they like hit on me? Yeah, brought yes. the heat. And how do you feel about that? Absolutely no. And you feel do I you will. N- <laughs> I, there's something now that I feel like <laughs> I've only I've only hooked up with one comic. Yeah. In my life. <coughs> back in Chicago a while ago before that you got into the relationship mm-hmm. so uh, um and how did that fare oh no and I hooked up with one in LA when I first moved here before uh-huh. I was with Justin but yeah I have no interest in hooking up with a comic unless somehow I end up no, I, I falling in that. love with one I, I didn't ask if you, if you I just asked like if have have the the you know what have I mean the like vultures come swooping you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying yes. like they, they're like waiting only a for couple only a couple it hasn't yeah. been that bad um but also like I I feel really empowered by not fucking people as opposed sure. to some of these people on the comedy scene who feel really empowered by fucking all the people mm. um yeah I know a couple of those yeah so yeah. I, that's not me. I feel empowered by just being awesome. I don't need to, yeah, I don't I need that. to be f- fucked by somebody to feel like I'm valued. So, 
So I totally understand that. It's gotta feel. It's gotta feel well, right. I, well, the other question I was gonna ask you was, um, well, then have you hooked up with anybody? But we've already kind of covered since? that. Well, since the breakup, but yeah, we no, we, we, we haven't. Yeah, not yet. How long do you think you're gonna wait? Or do you, is there a time? I'm or not you setting know? a time. It's got to be a feeling. It's got to be. Are you on any of the dating apps? No. How long do you think you'll wait before you do one of those things? Um. I. That's a good question. You I know? wouldn't. I wouldn't mind like. Maybe it's baby steps. Maybe it's like you, you go to a museum and you just talk to a person. Although that doesn't y- doesn't happen. Yeah, anymore, really. I kind of just. I feel like I'm gonna. I feel like I'm a meet people through people kind <coughs> of person. Yeah. Um, I've always been like that. My friends, you know, I don't know. I trust my friends. I trust. Yeah. I don't really know a lot of great single guys. Do you? Out there, you're <laughs> you're <laughs> right. You're 35. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're gonna look for an older guy, same age? Do you feel like because the guy you were with, Justin, he was like the same age as you, same yeah. Age, yeah. So is there? A, do, do you have any expectations? Do no. you feel like it doesn't matter if you're I've just I've never, I've never did like a pre-designated checklist of any kind. Yeah. I I know what I don't want in a guy. What's and that? Tell me. Well, tell I me. have a lot of things I don't want in a guy. Well, tell us. But they're not. They're not like. Uh, it's not like a list. Okay. I've never made a list. Well, can you give me an example? But it's got to be feelings. Like, um, what about a guy? Do you like a guy who uh, takes care of himself physically? Like, gets a mani pedi or f- t- makes sure he looks that's pretty? That's okay. I think just, I think just overall. Whoop, I lost my headphone. Oh, you did? Yeah, there we go. Um, it, sorry. So, yeah, I like a guy who takes care of himself as far as just physically. Like, yeah. just. Because it's it's a you know self love yeah just, it's like a care thing um, yeah I you know big no nos for me are like somebody who's somebody who isn't really somebody close with their family maybe mm. um for some weird reason yeah. I don't know um I guess there's plenty of everybody's got a different story but know, I'm not close with my family you're not well my mom but the brothers in our family are we're all a little bit disjointed. Yeah, the history I mean, that of happens. our fa- the history of our family just kind of our dad died when, well my dad died when I was 6 and then like my oldest brother's a half brother and then like my other brother was 10 when well, he died so that's just that like, makes sense. That's you know not I mean? like that's I'm going to put like my sweater on while you're talking. Yes. Um there's a couple things, you know, I have a few guys that have tried to like date me or are interested or whatever already that were interested before I even broke up cuz you know, I think oh, people sure. can sense um the vibes the vibes but there's certain things that were ma- massive turnoffs in hindsight like what that Can i that make example? me not want to do that or pursue that now that it's a possibility mm. um i don't know how to describe these things because it's just feelings that i get but like when something doesn't go somebody's way and they get an attitude or change the oh. way that they react to you as a person. Um, you could a hundred percent see a person's uh, true colors in the way that they I, deal yes. with failure, you know? Yeah. And when they're upset and how um, they handle it, the way that somebody supports other people when they're going through something, I have noticed this being that I'm going through something really hard and I don't think people realize how tough it is I have certain friends that check in consistently you know it's not that I expect people people are busy it's not like I'm like you know expect people to be checking in all the time but I've been kind of shocked by some that really my mom always made a big deal about this when my dad died she's like you'll see like when you're I have a whole song about this too like when you're in the shit like how many people are gonna abandon you or be with you or not 
my friends are incredible but you know when somebody's got ulterior motives and and a breakup happens that they've been like maybe wanting to happen for Mm. a long time there's a whole seinfeld episode about this yeah i mean it's like waiting out a relationship yeah waiting out a relationship and then and then they realize that you're not in a space to yeah to pursue pursue something like that and then they suddenly are not a good friend to you when it's they like have been for a long time like that's something that is really weird because yeah. i have a lot of guy friends but i forget now that i've had the safety barrier for a decade Dude, i told a joke last night i was like every guy here will ruin a friendship mm-hmm. to hook up with you they don't they don't care yeah. They'll do it in a heartbeat yeah it's a cruel cruel world but <laughs> there's some things that i've noticed about you know <laughs> are you, do you guys did you do, do you and justin I was going to say you and your ex, but do you find it weird me saying that? I, I don't know what to call it. I don't know what to call him. You, you Justin's you, probably just easiest. Do you, uh, do you, uh, do you guys feel like, th- th- is there friends that have to be divided amongst you and like things like that? No, that's a pretty, that's been a pretty easy thing. Really? Um, you, okay. I have a lot of friends. He's Seeing got as a how much you traveled so much closer. and like you're like have your own thing going on. You probably have a whole insulated I have micro, I have micro communities of like little families in so many cities. I've, I've, I'm such a like bonder. Wait, you're an Aquarius. I'm Aquarius. You're like me. Yeah. I I have, I just, I just meet people and it's just like, (laughs) you know, Heather, I made I told a joke to Heather. I I have this new joke about from her wedding, how we were sat at the random table. At the wedding, you know, there's like I all love the, the random table. Like, it's the most fun. Yeah, it's like you're left over at the table, and, and I made a joke about how there's like one person's not even there; they're just skyping into the wedding, and there's like a, <laughs> there's like a dog, and someone who cut your hair when you were a baby or something at the table. And she was like, "Yeah, I think I put you at the table because I knew that you could, you were like a fun you person. Co- you'd be like you and would I, jealous and it was together. Fine. Yeah, it was fine. I, I, yeah. I, I didn't. I wasn't like what the fuck. <laughs> I was just like." Because there were a lot of comics at the show. Yeah. So I was like, or at the show. I mean, it was at the, <laughs> at the wedding at the, show. At the, at the wedding show. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of comics at the at the wedding, and I distinctly remember being sat between a, one table where there was a bunch of comics and another table where there was a bunch of comics. And I was like, why the fuck am I not at these tables? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was fine. It was like, it was cool. Um, but it's a good new little bit that I'm do. I'm gonna do a little song about it. <laughs> I love just it. go really far with the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's no issue with you dividing friends then. It's or no, and the, the you know as <laughs> he's got his, he I don't I'm not in love with a lot of his close friends, <coughs> and yeah. and by that I mean if they weren't in my life, I don't feel like You'd at seek, first seek I seek out their friendship. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Um. I'm in love with my friends. My friends are my life. Did he get, did he, did, well, you know, a big His indication. His friends aren't shitty people. They're just not my they're people. They're not your friends, yeah. Yeah. Do you find that the way your friends feel about your partner has an impact on the way you feel about them? I, I think you, you hear a lot of times like, oh, uh, you know, the way you have, in order to, if you, you you'll know if you'll marry somebody, if, if like the, you, the, the, the mom and him get along or something or People don't, you know what I notice about really good friends and aging being a combination is people don't interject too much. I have a couple of friends that would see me unhappy a lot of times when we'd be fighting over the last year and they would hate seeing me like that. They'd hate seeing me upset and 
you know, I had one that would often question what we were doing or just say you guys aren't supposed to be together. Did you get? Did you, did you not like that? I, I didn't like that because I was like, this is my decision to make. And yeah. you guys, you know, you guys have, I appreciate you being there, but this is, you don't understand what's happening behind closed doors. Yeah, I get that. So, um, are you still friends with those people? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Tu- well, it's, it's also tough to be a friend and you kind of see something happen and you're like, I, at the end of the day, you never know what's going on behind closed doors. You just yeah. don't know. Yeah. But you're so like, oh, I just don't think they're right. Well, and I have a couple of friends who got married. I'm just like, I don't know. Well, and he had people in his ear, his dad, his boss, and one of these moms that we're friends with who would always call him or text him when I would post something on Instagram. Be like, Did you see what Natasha posted? Yeah. I don't even post anything bad. I'm not like a slut or anything. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I also we are reclaiming the word slut. I think slut is a positive word. I think slut is just a word for enjoying your sexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? But I mean, like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't portray myself in some like weird fashion. Like you're not some like IG model who's like, mm, no, no, not at all. And you know, but I'm a comedian. So it's yeah. like, I, for you, everything I do, I do. Jokes. Yeah, or I post a clip, like I posted a clip the other day in D.C. because I was going to be headlining the next night. And so I was like, oh, I should post a clip from D.C. of me talking about being in D.C. with the crowd. Yeah. Because I like to post things where I'm just cr- riffing with a crowd. Right. So people still come see me. And you don't burn material. You don't burn no, material. That's what I do. I do that all the time. So, yeah. um, so I posted it and was like, you know, come see me in D- D.C. with your little dick energy because it was just uh, a fun, it was just a yeah. fun little riff with the crowd. Yeah. And you know, the first thing I d- happens when I get home from D.C. and New York is, uh, so so out day after Valentine's Day, you're going to post a, a video of you making commentary about being single and all the dicks in D.C. And I was like, did you even listen to what it was? It was yeah. about how there's this is what he not said? any in D.C. And it, it's nothing to do with that. This is, this is what Justin says. Uh, yeah, I mean, but peop- mm. I know who's putting those things in his ear. So I just blocked his entire family from my Instagram the other day. So I didn't have to deal with getting that. Did you block him? No, mm. I wouldn't block him. That'd be very mean. Do you guys think you're going to remain friends? Or do you think there's a lot of work? There's a long there's road There's a There's a road for that. Um, yeah. I think we're going to have to remain in each other's lives because we have been in each other. We're like do you think, uh, pretty there's meshed. Do you think there's a, a space where you just have to like put them out of your life for six months or 12 months or something and be like, listen, I think we should just like have total radio silence for X amount of I think time. we're going to need that. I, think, I don't I know how long, need that. Yeah. but I, I think we're going to need that once I get out of the <coughs> house well, officially. Um, you have to do, I feel like you need to do it for as long as it takes where you don't have that impulse where it's like, I, I want to call them. You know that feeling? I want to call them. Yeah. I want to talk to them. When you get, when you don't have that feeling anymore, when you don't need them as a support system, I think that's when you could finally be like, hey, how are you? Yeah, well, you know, and that's the thing I'm trying to, you know, we're tr- we're trying to be kind to each other through this. Um, you know, I've been looking for the right place. Where does he live? Where did you guys live together? A Miracle Mile, and I love it. Yeah, and what about now? Where do you think you're going to try to live? It's a tougher situation financially. It's tough because I'm close with, um, God, my gyms are like my little families. Sure. Um, and um, to move only a few doors down or somewhere close by would be... Too hard. Too hard. You should go to Los Feliz. I love. I hate Los Feliz. You should live in my neighborhood. My risk is the shit. Yeah? Well, I will say my place is rent controlled. I've lived here for seven years. The rent is dirt cheap. This this two-bedroom apartment is uh, like $1,700 a month. That's what ours is. Oh, fuck. We're rent controlled. Oh, yeah. So I'm losing that, which sucks. Is so he going to stay there? Yeah. Oh. 
So I'm losing, I'm losing everything. I'm losing my place. I'm losing all my furniture. I'm losing my car that we had together. I'm losing it all. But I think uh, this is, you're going to come out of this like, but I can handle it. I can, you know, if anyone, uh, maybe I've made the mistake of just proclaiming this to the universe too many times, but I I say, if anybody can handle anything shitty, it's it's me. I can do it. Yeah. I can handle it. So, so I'll be fine. Are there any neighborhoods you're like, I won't live that Los Feliz you hate? I want to do West Hollywood somewhere off of like Santa Monica or sunset somewhere. I, I like to be walkable to things. Sure. And there's, there's a lot that's walkable most days and I run errands. I don't need to get in my car in my yeah. neighborhood, but there are other really good walkable <coughs> areas. I'd like to discover a new space, make friends with new little shop people. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I, I just, I like to create my little neighborhood. Niche. What, what, if anything, do you not look forward to with regards to going on a date? If you can even think about that right now. And what do you look forward to? I do not look forward to, men that would get the wrong impression or try to kiss me or something if it doesn't <coughs> if it's not if you're not <laughs> feeling it if i'm not feeling it well i guess you've been out of the dating scene a while like m- you know somebody's gonna try to there's they'll somebody's gonna be weird well somebody's gonna try to kiss you i mean yeah. i don't know like nowadays it is a little bit weirder because you're like i mean i think curb your enthusiasm did a whole episode about this where he filmed he went on a date with a woman and he films the whole i'm gonna put my hand on your leg is mm-hmm. that okay yeah. Like this whole sort of yeah, vibe. Yeah, I love Curb. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, but I do look forward to, you know, reconnecting with some people. You know, yeah. pe- people go through are breakups. There any, are there, you know what? This is a good question. Are there anybody, is there anybody that you kind of think about, like, while you were in the relationship that you were like, Mm, I, I kind of my girlfriends asked me that if there was anybody in like comedian or producer you're just like you know i there's, wish i would have there's one director that i know i have known him for years he used to be married to qu- a quite famous actress yeah um and i know oh, that he that? just broke up i'll tell you after the podcast okay. um but he's fantastic and he's smoking hot and he's co- he's it'd be cool to date somebody in that realm because they still get your yeah, they get situation. your vibe. Yeah, they, get, they understand. But they're, they're, they're not the one of those front of the camera, you my know, people. Well, my ex girlfriend is a producer on a TV show, mm-hmm. and my cur- my current girlfriend is a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. So they both have a a, a knack for they, wrangling they talent. They get it. They yeah, like they wrangle get it. talent. They're not the ta- they wrangle the talent. Yeah, you know? they're like momagers. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's kind of what this guy does. and he's and to me he's so attractive. He's a little bit older than me, but he's so attractive. I think he's probably early forties. I mean, that's fine. That but it's fine. That's a fine range. I um, say this all the time. My dad was 20 years older than my mother. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, um, I th- so I think that I I would like to try to reconnect with him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you got time. But, you know, you know who knows? What, what have you thought, like, just because I know you're, like, taking time to heal. Have you, does he know that you're out of a relationship? Does he know that you're? This guy? Yeah. No. No, no, no. I, have, I haven't, I haven't been reaching out to people specifically to, like, Well, I mean, I, I, I think... I mean, it wouldn't hurt to be like, hey, listen, I don't think I'm ready to date, but just want to say what's up. You know what I mean? Because like, what if he does meet some, I don't know. I, I, don't, don't, even, even I don't even word it like that. You know, I'm yeah. so casual about meeting up with people. Yeah. I, you know, next week I'm getting uh, lunch with somebody. I'm also getting like, we're doing like, a, this is somebody that I've also known for a while, but I, we haven't hung out. But he was like, let's go get dinner. I want to talk about what you're working on. So it doesn't feel so yeah. datey. It feels more like. It feels like a business meeting. Business meeting. And you could write it off. Uh, yeah and also <laughs> and also like i have some really cool stuff in the works and yeah. i want to i i want 
those people to keep gravitating towards me. The right people have just been kind of finding me. Right. Because right. My, I think my energy is back open. Yeah. Um, so I'm meeting some really cool just connections in yeah. the right spaces that I need to. And I just need to focus my energy there right now, I think. All right. So. Well, I think this is a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. I think so. Okay. So <laughs> where can people follow you at? Uh, NPH Comedy on okay. Instagram and Twitter. And my website is NPH Comedy for Natasha Pearl Hansen. And I know you have a lot of cool stuff coming out. Yes. That we're going to talk about after the podcast. But um, if this comes out like in late March or early April, can I post it? Because it's probably going to come out around then. Yeah. Do, do you, do, will it be different if I you talk about it or, or no? Like, do you want to plug it here? What? Like any of those things? Oh, my, my show at Edinburgh? Well, you have Edinburgh and you have your special. Special, keep an eye out for. Um, I should know more information by that time. So before right. you post it, let me know so I can give you that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's called that. I Was Supposed to Get Married Today. And then yeah. my Edinburgh show is Diary of a Bad Fiance. Okay. And hopefully by then my platform will be on the, um, the beginning stages of the launch. Okay. So that would be great to share as well. Awesome. All right. And you guys can follow me at Morgan J on Instagram. The Morgan J on Twitter. You can go to my website, MorganJ.com. And I have a GoFundMe that's going to be in the description below where I'm raising money for my trip to Scotland. And um, anything you could help out with would be really great. So with that, that's the end of the episode, guys. Keep on loving each other. And thanks for listening. <laughs>